0: everybody glad you could make it take your coat no Alrighty then you're listening to the third episode of the narrow century a podcast of irregular tales i'm your host gordon graham listen i I gotta ask are you sure you weren't followed i know a bit of a faux pas for me to bring it up so bluntly before i've even served the drinks but you know times being what they are Us being what we are? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter now. If the damage is done, it's done, and I've got my duties as a host in any case. Here's a story. Just a simple little story. Sit back and relax. It's late enough in the bar that the smell of spilled drinks are starting to equal that of the cigarette smoke. An aerosolized cocktail of guilty pleasures. Or not so guilty. Either's fine by me. I'm not here to drink or smoke, but I guess I don't begrudge the other patrons their fun. It's a cold night outside, and I doubt if anyone in here is very sure whether we're closer to sunset or dawn. Hmm. Maybe I'll wait a little longer. Maybe she got held up. I trace little figure eights in the condensation on the bar, and run through again what it is I want to say, but it's hard to concentrate. Chattering, clinking, low murmurs and soft sighs, bursts of raucous laughter, the stumping and scraping of chairs adjusting for folded legs or private conversations sounds that normally fade into the background come shouldering their way to the front, crowding out my best efforts to organize my thoughts. Maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe we already said everything we had to say. Maybe there's nothing left to set straight, and the only thing for it is to seal the record and let it be ancient history. Maybe she just told me to meet her here, to shut me up, to get me off the telephone. Maybe she's just running late. Maybe if I leave, she'll come in and see that I skipped out after going to all this trouble. There's a singer here, with a slow, languorous tone and a dress that sparkles in the footlights. She and her band are keeping it low, but when the trumpet speaks up, it's shouting, wailing. The other patrons don't seem to mind, but I can't focus on anything. I close my eyes and try to tune it all away. The scraping chairs, the laughing voices, the smell of cheap cigarettes, the trumpet. The last three years. You looking to buy anything, or... I look up in surprise to see the barkeep eyeing me from the sink. He continues. I try to be a good sport about this kind of thing, but you have been sitting there for two hours. Only that long, I say? Give or take. I rub my eyes and pull in a deep breath. I can sense he's still looking at me. Um, uh, well, I, I don't really drink. The bartender gives me a dead-faced glare for a second before stooping behind the counter. I have a momentary, irrational fear that he's going to reappear bearing a shotgun, but instead he comes up with a bottle of Coca-Cola that he presses into my hands. Thanks, I say. Sorry about this. I'm—you're waiting for someone, yeah, he says. I pause, considering the bottle. I have that look. You've been sitting in a bar for two and a half hours and you don't take liquor. I say, maybe I'm here for the music, but the bartender was already moving off towards real customers. I sigh and fish out a nickel to leave on the counter. I've been sitting in a bar for two hours. The music is fine, but the smell is starting to get to me. Why did she ask me to meet her here? Is this her scene now? Is this the kind of crowd she's into? Is there some kind of point that she's making? Behind me, a conversation erupts and peals of laughter, mingling with a warbling wail from the trumpet. I still haven't opened the bottle. I don't know if it stopped raining yet. Maybe that's what held her up. Is holding her up. I don't want to be here. There's a knot in my stomach questions that I don't really want answered. About the last three years. And, I guess, about the next three years. There's no point in knowing one way or the other. I'd rather hang on to the illusions and spoil them with another tense conversation. I'm just gonna go. Behind the bar, the phone rings, The bartender picks up and murmurs something I don't hear into the handset. Then he tucks it into his shoulder and shouts to the bar, "Uh, Hey, is there a Marcus hidden here? Marcus with a K? I wave to him, and he gives me a cockeyed look as he brings the phone over and gives me the handset. I do my best to ignore him. "Uh, Hello? I say. My mouth is dry. This is Marcus. Marcus. It's her voice. Look, I'm really sorry. I know you had your heart set on hashing stuff out, but I can't make it. Oh, I say. I tried, really, but the road into town was washed out, what with the rain. It's fine, I say. uh, Some other time. She hesitates. Yeah, she says. I guess so. I tell her, You have a good night. You too, she says. I tuck the handset back onto the cradle and the bartender takes it away without looking at me. I put my elbows on the bar. It's late, but the patrons here don't seem to know it. There's a lull in the music and I close my eyes to listen to the relative quiet. Low voices. Happy chatter. The clink of glasses, bottles... Playing cards, shuffled and stacked. The singer counts off the beat, and the band starts in again. One, two, three, four. I let out a long breath, and a smile crosses my face. I open the bottle, take a sip. Narrow Century, Episode 3, Layaway, was written and performed by Gordon Graham. Music was provided with permission by Petunia and the Vipers and Maliki Graham. For written material and further episodes, visit NarrowCentury.com.